Hello and welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and I want to just say what a blessing it is to have you join us today. Our chosen verse for January the 16th is found in the book of Romans. It's Paul's letter to the Romans, chapter 1, verse 16. And it reads as follows from the English Standard Version. For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. So we find ourselves today back in a letter written by the Apostle Paul, Um, as I've mentioned before, Paul was not one of the original 12 disciples. He came after the fact. He um, was uh, had a, an experience with the Lord Jesus on the Damascus Road after the Lord had already completed his earthly ministry, had been crucified and resurrected. And Paul, who was a very um, zealous uh, Jew, he was a Pharisee, And so he was um, very zealous for the law, the Old Testament, what we would know as the Old Testament law, and thought that the the Jesus followers thought they were heretics and that they were um, going against God. Um, But then he had an encounter with the Lord Jesus and. Jesus said to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And um, that was the time of his conversion. You find that story in the book of Acts, beginning in chapter 9. And I would invite you to go back and read. You know, I'm always going to encourage you to go back and read more in the scripture. But um, the book of Acts really tells the process or the um, history of the early church and we see where Paul went from being um, someone very zealous, uh, persecuting the Christians to uh, their biggest champion. And then he wrote, um, I think it's over a third of what we see in the New Testament. And so God has used him mightily, um, just like he can use each of us, even though we um, were all at once sinners and Christ died for us while we were still yet sinners but because of his grace and his mercy, um, he can use each one of us, and he did that with Paul. So we find ourselves today in Paul's letter to the Romans, and this is such an important letter. It has just, it's filled with doctrine. And when I say doctrine, it's the, it's the foundation of our beliefs as Christians. And Paul was such a good um, teacher and explainer and I, I will tell you that sometimes you can start to read and um, if you're not careful you'll say oh I can't understand this is this is too much but uh, we are reminded that these words are inspired they're the inspired word of God they the Holy Spirit inspired men to pen these words and that same Holy Spirit lives inside of us believers and so if you are having a hard time understanding the scripture Ask for um, his help. Ask for the Lord to help you and uh, to open your eyes and search and study and 
um, I promise the more you read, the more you study, the more that he will make it clear to you. So as uh, we've talked about, and you'll probably get tired of hearing me say this, but it is so important to look at the context of this letter, and it's important to go back to the beginning of the letter and see um, who Paul was writing to and, and what he says. And so let's back up to Romans chapter 1, beginning in verse 1, and it says, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets and the holy scriptures concerning his son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the son of God in power according to the spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name, among all the nations, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ, to all those in Rome who are loved by God and called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. And I love this, of course, I love all the words and all the verses, but it goes back to what the Lord has led us to talk about in the days leading up to this. If you look in... um at the very beginning verse, Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God. Gospel means good news or good message, which he, God, promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. So as we've talked about before, the Holy Scriptures and the prophets all from the beginning have been telling there's somebody coming and that someone is Jesus and and that's what Paul wanted to show and what he, uh, the Holy Spirit helped him sh to show throughout his letters is that this person of Jesus is the coming one. He is the Messiah. He is the, the answer. And what was so um, earth shattering to the people of that day and to many now is that it was not just for the Jews. You know, all the way back to um, Abraham, when God said, in you, all through you, all the nations will be blessed, all the nations. And Abraham was not a Jew. He was, he was, he came before the law. He was um, given a promise. And because he believed in that promise, because he had faith, it was counted to him as righteousness, as we've discussed before. Abraham had Isaac, Isaac had Jacob, Jacob's name was changed to Israel. He had the 12 sons, which uh, became the heads of the 12 tribes of Israel. And it's those 12 tribes that were the um, God's chosen people. God had a reason for pulling out um, those tribes and calling them his chosen people. And he wanted to bless them. Several fell away. And um, then there was um, just a few left who continued to follow. But on down the line, uh, King David um, was within this uh, group of chosen people. And in Jeremiah thirty-three seventeen, it says, For thus says the Lord, David shall never lack a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel. And that was a precursor or a prophecy to tell uh, that Jesus was coming. And then in Isaiah's prophecy in 
chapter 9, verse 2, it says, The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who lived in a dark land, the light will shine on them. And down in verse 6, and this is a prophecy about Jesus that many of you will recognize. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. So all along through the Old Testament, um, we had the prophecies of Jesus that he was coming, and that's what Paul was referring to in the opening um, statements of his letter to the Romans. And he was uh, reminding people that it's... uh, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. When you see the Greek, um, that word Greek, it doesn't mean somebody from Greece. It means um, any non-Jew. So this is for everybody. It's for all who believe. And at the time, and it still goes on today, um, the Jewish people had thought, um, well, th- this can't be for any. This can't be for anyone else. This salvation can't be for anyone else because it. Um, we are the chosen people. We are the ones who were given the law and the promises. But just like um, sometimes happens with uh, us believers today, they didn't know the scripture because the scripture foretold it all along that there would be um, salvation available for. Uh, for Jews and for the Gentiles, which are the non-Jews. And isn't that wonderful news? Because I'm a non-Jew, and most of you may be non-Jews, and so this is good news, and that is the gospel. That's what the gospel is. It's good news for us. And I think as we uh, wrap up today, it's important then to say, well, what is the gospel? And I would remind you, just as... um, Paul was inspired to write in several of his of his letters, if anyone preaches a gospel other than what is found in the scripture, it's a false teaching. And so um, it's important that we know what that gospel is. And uh, through his Holy Spirit gave Paul um, the wonderful ability to write in a way that um, is easy for us to understand if we will take the time to read. And sometimes you may have to read it several times. <laughs> I know I do when I'm studying. I have to read it several times and ask for help understanding. But he uh, he gives that help. But here is one of the clearest um, explanations and outlines of what the gospel is. And it's written uh, in Paul's letter to the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, beginning in verse 1. Now I, and that's Paul talking, now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as of first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the Scriptures, that He was buried, 
that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than five hundred brothers at one time, most of whom are all still are most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all the apostles. Last of all, as to one untimely born, he appeared also to me. So Paul outlines it very clear. Jesus came to die for our sins. He was crucified. He was buried. He was resurrected, and he was seen by people um, all around. And then the um, writers of the uh, Gospels, Matthew, Mark, and John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, uh, record how he ascended back to heaven, and then he is coming again. And um, that is the hope that we have, is that when this life is over, we who believe in him and who have believed in this gospel, all of us, Jews, Greeks, uh, which are the Gentiles, the non-Jews, all of us have that opportunity to have eternal life. That's the good news of the gospel. That is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. So I encourage you too, friend, don't be ashamed of this gospel. Share it. Ask God to help you share it. And I would encourage you as always to read God's word, to study God's word, to live God's word, and to share God's word. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance on you and give you peace. Until next time, friends, blessings to you.